Sports Pick 6 on this Thursday, February 4th. Brad Dalius, Jerry Skelton, the president of AIM System. We are coming your way today with some Super Bowl updates, uh, some betting updates where the line currently stands as we speak just a couple days before Super Bowl 55 kicks off in Tampa. Also, because we're getting close to the Super Bowl, ESPN and the NFL, they seemingly wanted to put out a 30 for 30 that comes out tonight called Al Davis versus the NFL. We can kind of chat about that one and, you know, some of the just how the NFL has moved so much. They've just done a complete 180 on their stance and, you know, in Vegas and having a sports team there versus not having a sports team in the past. It's been fascinating to kind of see the evolution of it. So also a couple of college basketball picks we can give you on today's podcast as well. Let's bring in Jerry now. Jerry, how we doing? Happy Thursday to you. Doing good, doing good. AIMSystems.live is where we're at and where you can find what my guys are on, my clients are on, and what I'm playing with my own real money. Uh, we got Super Bowl coming up. Can't wait. Getting closer and closer. Let's start there, Brad. A couple of places. Again, it's not really budging. Three minus 20 at a couple of spots. Maybe a three and a half dog 20. So if it's if it's three, it's minus money. If it's three and a half, it's the dog money. And when I say minus 20, what do I mean by that? 120 to lay 100 instead of your standard 110 to win 100. So looking at this total, as you know, we're down here in South Florida. It's a little cold today. It was a little windy, but I don't think anything's going to come into play. I see some thunder showers will be early, but by the time 630, it will be chilly for South Florida. It might be 61, 62. But I think it's ideal football conditions, so we won't see anything crazy out of the ordinary. Uh, but the line is standing pat. This is where, as we get into the weekend, maybe some big bets will be flying across the counter and you'll see some movement. But it's been pretty standard since we've talked almost every day since it opened. If there could be some maybe slick conditions on the field, there there's a very high chance there may not be. But in the event that there could be, does that maybe benefit one team over? You know what I mean? Like if it's a little bit of a slick surface to, on the field there. You know, I would think anything that's out of the ordinary would always benefit the dog. If you're the favorite, if you're Kansas City, you want just absolute pristine, perfect conditions. Not saying Brady wants to play in a slop fest, but the better team with the better athletes with the better offense. You would think that, you know, they always remember the old Bush push when Reggie Bush and those loaded Trojan teams played in uh, Notre Dame and they were talking about how they didn't cut the grass for like a month. They were trying to yeah, slow it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> they had like these, these, like it was like the rough at the U.S. Open. But yeah, like stuff like that. The worst off the condition, I would say that it favors the dog. But again, you know, Tampa KC is only like a three-point favorite. So there isn't really a huge dog in this fight, but we'll update that some more. We got some more to talk on tomorrow's show. But getting back to what you talked about, the 30 for 30 with uh, Al Davis yeah. David versus the NFL. I mean, not only does Las Vegas have a team, but it's by the son of Al Davis. I mean, you couldn't make that up. I mean, the Pete Rosell and past commissioners and even Roger Goodell, you know, vague. Oh, I remember, remember when Tony Romo, was told he couldn't make a speaking yeah. appearance at a fantasy football conference because it was in Vegas. What a I know. joke. What a bunch of clowns. That's how they used to be. It, it, you have to have an excuse. You, you have to have an you excuse back in the day. If, if you were an NFL ref, you weren't allowed to travel, especially an NFL ref, you weren't allowed to travel in Vegas during the season. If you, Unless you had like an emergency, you had to yep. land because of a medical reason or yep. some type of written excuse. It, it's crazy how they moved so much on this. It really is. It, it, it again. It really is crazy on 
they've come full circle on this. I mean, it's amazing. And of all people to bring a team to Las Vegas would be the son of Al Davis. Now, a lot of you people who may not know might be some millennials out there. The older people will know Al Davis was, you know, just win baby, like at, at win at all costs. And he would do whatever it took. And he was a competitor. He was a fighter and he fought the NFL. I mean, you imagine, I mean, there's nobody out there. I mean, I guess Jerry Jones would be the biggest rebel, but he's even like a yes guy when it comes to Roger Goodell. Like they're like buddy, buddy. I mean, it would be actually pure hatred for your owner. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. I mean, I guess Steinbrenner back in the day, uh, yeah. during the old Howie Spira era, you know, with that, with that kind of stuff. But, uh, I, I mean, I guess those are the two parallels, right? Yeah, pretty much. And I think you made a great point there about how the younger generation will get to see more of a, you know, pulling the curtain back on Al Davis. And, uh, I'm sure they'll go through obviously, uh, you know, in the sixties and seven, when did he buy the team? Was it in the sixties or was it, it early seventies? I just know when I yeah. was a kid, I, the Raiders were my favorite team. I love the Raiders. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know, the silver and black, the nice pirate helmet, Al Davis, you know, the, the you know, Jim Plunkett, you know, right when I was just watching football is probably when the Eagles and the Raiders played in that Super Bowl. And I, and Marcus Allen and all the good stuff with those teams. But, you know, he fought every day with the commissioner tooth and nail over everything. And again, now Mark Davis is like a poster child. He's like, you know, Roger Goodell's buddy and they, Moved the franchise to Vegas again. Bunch of hypocrites. Like they fought it tooth and nail. And then once it got legalized and the ball got rolling, they're like, oh, uh, we changed our policy. We think this is a- no, you, you figure you, you lost the lawsuit in Atlantic City. And you said, OK, instead of keep fighting it, let's figure out how we get our money. That's what they did. Those Of course, you know that it's definitely all about the bottom line. And they wanted to capitalize on everything that Vegas has to offer now in uh, this environment of 2021 with uh, legalized sports gambling. And it only makes sense to have a team in Vegas. This oh, point. and by the now way, they got two. I, I've been out there a bunch of times. It's a yes. shame that place is not open, but I've driven by. It. I actually stayed in the Mandalay Bay, which is directly across the street. You yeah. can see it out your window. Beautiful stadium. I can't wait. That one in the SoFi out in LA. Uh, I can't wait until those are unveiled to the public. I remember when the Saints and the Raiders played and they tried to get, it was on, it was either a Sunday night or a Monday night and they were trying to give it like, you know, a tour and a look. And it's just, you got to see it in person. I mean, it's just, I, I think what we say, called it like the death star. Is that what it was called? They called yes. it the death star. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah not I the mean, same without the fans. It's a different, uh, we've seen this now over the past year plus without massive groups of people in the audience or in the crowd, whatever the case may be, it's just different. And the same goes with this stadium here. But yeah, it's a must. I, I want to get there as well. And especially, oh, that's a sore subject about that LA stadium, Jerry. That's a yeah, sore I subject. Yeah, I know. I know. It is. Man. Let's see but how this is going to be goes. interesting tonight. It should yeah, be interesting. Be right? I mean, like I said, peeling back the curtain, people who aren't familiar with him. And, you know, I know a little bit about Al Davis, but I'm not as familiar, obviously, like someone like you, uh, someone who's been around a little bit longer. And I'm looking forward to this tonight. I think it should be super fascinating. I actually saw Mark Davis. Um, I saw him at the, uh, we were on a, a flight back from the Super Bowl. I went to the Super Bowl when it was in Minnesota a couple years ago. And um, I, he was on my flight flight back oh, cool. um, out to LA. It was a connecting flight and it, we got, he got off like at San Francisco, Oakland area. And then I went, I went back to LA when I, where I was living at the time. And it's funny. It's like a lot of these guys are, you know, they, it's a very different NFL today. It kind of goes to your point about how 
the owners are more buddy-buddy with Goodell and the commissioner and, and the league office. I think it's very, very different. I mean, they went through some wars in the past. Oh, uh, yeah. As you kind of underscored there. more to say on it tomorrow or Monday, and we have a big game coming up. But this is definitely something, you know, the dull days without football. You can go ahead and check this out, and it'll be a, a nice little nice little gift for you football fans and stuff. You know, again, even when you lived it, they give you an inside the inside, like you say, inside the curtains where you're just like, wow, you know, I remember this, but I don't remember it playing out like that. And I'm sure I'm going to have a bunch of moments like that. But anyway, aimsystems.live is where you can find us, where you can find out what my players are on, what my customers are on, and when I'm betting with my own real money. And again, Brad, you're here to make some money. We're going to make you laugh. We're going to entertain you. We're going to educate you, and we're going to give you some winners. And we've been pretty good at Always. doing that. So let's go ahead and look into the college basketball. What piques your interest there a good matchup tonight in the big 10 ohio state and iowa both these teams playing good ball right now jerry 13 and 4 for the hawkeyes and ohio state is 14 and 4 and even though they're slightly better ranked than iowa the hawkeyes are a five-point home favorite tonight yeah and uh iowa you know here's the thing with iowa iowa is a very good offensive team they have probably the player of the year in luca garza and then, you know, it's Iowa, a bunch of white boys that can shoot threes. You surround, you know, a, a post presence with some shooters. And, you know, if he's got to get doubled, somebody's open. And here's the thing, and a lot of people are up in arms about this, but, you know, the analytics are so good. There's really not, I mean, they're still busts. They still happen. But everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, the player of the year, player, he's not even going to be a top 10 draft. No, he's not. The draft scouts are telling you he's an excellent college basketball player, you know, like a, a, a Christian Leitner type deal, you know, who can yeah. be the player of the year. It just won't translate to the, the NBA. They have a lot of tape. They have they know what's going on there. He's dominant. He's a beast in college. He will be the unanimous player of the year and he won't be the number one pick. I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes. And this is not me saying it. It's draft scouts saying it. So anyway, when we come back to that, yeah, Ohio State. You know, this is probably a good spot for them. On the road, like you said, they don't have to win the game. We're taking five and a half. Iowa's got to beat me by six. Can they do it? Sure they can. Will they do it? I don't know. As long as I have a 53, 54% chance of covering that number, which I know I do, go ahead and take Ohio State plus the five and a half. Let's go to number one, Gonzaga, who is still undefeated, Jerry. They're 17-0 and 0 at this yeah, point. It doesn't matter. I mean, they don't play anybody. They're going to be undefeated. They don't play anyone. They're blowing the doors off people. But but still, it, it's, you know, at this point, it, it's noteworthy that we still haven't had an undefeated national champion since uh, Indiana, I believe, back in like 76. Yeah. So, you know, something to well, keep an eye on. If, what happens if like Gonzaga and Baylor both run the table and they meet each other in the finals, both undefeated? Again, I don't, there has to be an asterisk, but... Like, you know, because they're not playing, they're not going to play 33 games like these, these other teams do. I mean, it's different, you know, again, it's not their fault. I don't want to hold anything against the kids, but like Gonzaga, they're playing these West coast conference teams each and every year. They just roll through that conference. They may get tripped up by a St. Mary's here or there, or a BYU here or there, but like, you know, those teams, you know, it's. It, the whole argument of they're not really playing each other, anyone, and they're not. They're really not playing anyone. And Baylor, they do have a tougher conference, so they probably have a better chance to get tripped up. But there's a good chance that both of these teams are undefeated going into the big dance and maybe playing each other in the final. 
It could definitely but, happen. I think a lot of people would sign on for that right now. Is there any chance? I mean, is, is Gonzaga going to get pushed? Forget about them being upset right now, but can they even be pushed by anyone? Well, here's the thing. I hope so. Again, aimsystems.live is where you can find us, where you can find my what my guys are on. You know, we have a bunch of, we spread it around with some championship winners, and none of my tickets have Gonzaga or Baylor on them. I kind of just took some flyers on some teams that I really need. And again, I'm not saying, you know, one of the teams that I bet was Tennessee. Another team that I bet was like Missouri. Another team I bet was uh, Villanova. Like, I'm not saying that these teams can beat Gonzaga or Baylor or have to beat Gonzaga or Baylor. But like you said, who's to say they don't get tripped up? You know, who's to say that they don't lose a game somewhere? You know, I've seen better teams than this. You know, you had the Cara Anthony Towns, you know, Kentucky team or like the Joel Embiid Kansas team or like the Andrew Wiggins played on that team as well. You know, you, you've had some teams even going back even further, like Jason Kidd and Lamont Murray losing a Wisconsin Green Bay. Like these things happen. Funny things happen in the tournament. So I'm banking that one, if not both of these teams do get knocked off and we have a dark horse winner because anyone outside of Baylor or Gonzaga is an upset. I mean, anyone out of those two, even if it is a Nova or a uh, who else is up there, like a Texas or like, you know, uh, who else is going to be up there? Like, uh, you know, Nova, Texas, Houston, Bama, like those, even, any one of those teams, it's going to be a big upset. It's not really looking like anyone. It looks like it's a two horse race is what I'm trying to say. I think a lot of people would get on board with that one at the moment. Uh, let's give out an, another game though here and let's take a look at another matchup. Arizona and Utah tonight. And this one right here, I mean, Utah's only seven and seven, but they're only a one and a half point dog tonight. What's going on here? Yeah, again, this is, it speaks to the power of the home court. And it's not the Utah Jazz. Remember, we got some hating no, fans. No, it's not. And my mailbox is full with those guys, but it's not the Utah Jazz. But, you know, Utah, what else is there to do in Utah? So a lot of people are coming out to the games. They play at a little bit of altitude. I mean, it, it's just it's one of those weird, quirky, you know, like the Colorado States, the Air Forces, the Utahs, you know, in that mountain west and that thin air. You know, they, they have Wyoming, another one of those teams that they just play well at home and they don't travel. So that's the reason for that. But I, I just think Arizona's too good. They're much better than Utah. I would lay the one. I can find a one and a half right now. Go ahead and lay the one and a half with Arizona over Utah to get that W. And again, it's you know the one and a half, so they pretty much just got to win the game. How about Cincinnati at Temple? A little noteworthy because John Chaney passed away uh, earlier this week. Uh, you know, Temple had coached there for a long time. And uh, these are a couple of teams who haven't played as many games as some other schools. But I'm seeing Cincinnati as a two and a half point road favorite. Yeah, another one, like you say, like these these teams just have not played a lot of games. And Cincinnati, uh, what, what happened to them? They've just fallen off. I, I don't know. What happened with them? They were, you know, a dark horse last year and the year before. Cincinnati and Temple used to be for like the A-10 title back in the day. Remember? And you're talking about John Chaney. Remember when he threatened to kick Coach Calipari's butt? Remember? When he screamed at him at the conference, they had to hold him back. I just remember him with those black circles under his eyes and a white dress shirt, just all sleeves rolled up and everything. And the suspenders. Yeah, suspenders just to, trying to, to boot with it, man. Cal. That was when he was back at UMass, right? Is that all the way back yeah. then? When yeah, it was. was. At UMass Temple. Yeah, so yeah, Coach Chaney did a lot for that program. 
his number one alum, I don't know if we can say this anymore. Are we allowed to say this? Was Bill Cosby. Remember? Bill Cosby oh. was a huge uh, alum that would go to all those games. And he was like his biggest supporter. I guess they, they cut those ties, I guess. Yeah. Uh, too, but, soon, yeah. I guess. <laughs> too soon, I guess. Too soon, right? Just, to I, go into that. You know, I never know what I'm going to say. These things just pop in my head when I'm thinking. I think Temple. I think John Taney. And then I think Bill Cosby. Ask me why. No idea. This is what happens when you watch a lot of sports. When you're a kid, that's just things just pop into your head. But, yeah, Cincy. Again, they're a road favorite and they're under 500. That tells you that they're the better team by a lot, okay? Because you're probably about three points of home court advantage. On neutral, they'd be about five or six point favorite. Again, I don't like to keep laying these favorites, but these are small favorites. These are favorites where if you win the game, you'll look like you're going to cover unless it lands one or two. So go ahead and lay the Cincy minus two and a half for another one of your plays. And let's we, we got time to squeeze in one more, Brad before we cut it loose, and then make sure you join us for a special Football Friday tomorrow. And what else do you like tonight on the card, Jerry? What else is standing out to you? All right, so we're going to go to Piscataway, New Jersey, to go over to the rack. Rutgers, they came off the mat the other day, like we told you. Remember we talked about Michigan State? Michigan State thumped them early on. Last time I looked, Rutgers was up like 60-39. to I don't know what the final was in that game. Rutgers is a solid home court team. Don't ask me why. They just, they in that little gym out there, again, these quirky little gyms, Minnesota, decent team, going on the road, probably going to make the big dance. Rutgers fighting for their lives to get an out-large bid. Uh, go ahead and lay Rutgers minus five. I see a five right now at a couple of spots. Rutgers minus five to beat Minnesota, and that'll do it for today. Aimsystems.live is where you can find all of my stuff. We can find what all of my guys are on, what we're playing, what I'm playing with my own money, aimsystems.live. Thank you, Jerry. There you go. Squared away. Lots of picks for this evening. Enjoy it all. We are back at it tomorrow for our biggest and our last football Friday of the year, of the season, Jerry, uh, as we get you officially set for Super Bowl 55 coming up on Sunday. Stay tuned for that. Subscribe to Sports Pick 6 if you haven't done so already. And keep living the dream.